Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. F the P coming straight out of you. What's that you're singing? <laughs> Fuck the police. But I was doing it in vowels. F the P coming straight out of the U. You really amuse yourself, don't you? <laughs> That's my party skill. Can you do it with another rap song? Um, I need to know the words, though, originally. No, you don't. <laughs> it's better if you guess. <laughs> what other rap songs are you really familiar with? Wild Wild West Wild by Will Smith. Go on, then. Hit me with the vowels. No, w- well, just, the, you know, just starting lessons. D The R. R. No, you don't want N. <laughs> N of this. No, it's difficult. It is difficult, isn't it? It's a fun game, though. Weird how familiar you are with Fuck the Police, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's just because that's your general. I mean, you've got that tattoo. <laughs> like we always do at this T, I got an S. It's really fun. <laughs> it is Try really fun. it out at home. You can even do it with just general pop songs if you fancy, if you, if you don't know any rap. Ds are forever. Yep. Throw your D in the S. If you're F, F in the, the V. v. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. New game, everyone. It is a good fun game, that. It is a fun game. I said a H, 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 to the B, 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 you know, B into the B, B, D, G. Now, what you H is not a T. I'm rapping to the B. And me, the G, and my F are going to try and move your F. Now, I am one to M, and I'd like to say... Hey. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we'd like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be laminated and sold for a hundred grand at this year's Royal Academy Summer Exhibition, which is a thing I know about because I'm cultured. I'm Joel, a man who puts the riff in EU tariff, and across from me is John Harris, a man who, despite my wooing, refuses to marry me and allow me the chance to apply for French citizenship post-Brexit. Well, your advances are being... Knocked aside. Mm. For is it because I... I've revealed my intention? Mm. You know that it's not legitimate wooing. It's it's citizenship wooing. Well, yeah, and also you uh, you you read the uh, what was it Neil Strauss's The Game too closely, and yeah. you believe negging just means being really mean. Well, for doing it, yeah. In that case, I've been wooing you for years. <laughs> yeah, 
pre-Brexit, pre-the-referendum. Yeah. Yeah, I was really laying the groundwork early. Neil Strauss is the game. And you've been literally peacocking, which is embarrassing. What, dressing up as a peacock? <laughs> yeah. yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's worked. Uh, yeah, it hasn't worked. Um, John. Hello. Speaking of John Woo, he, he's involved in films. Uh, can you pitch me a film? Uh, this one's from Sam. S Club 7. Oh, like the murders. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Each one of S Club 7 gets killed like a seven, uh, one of the sins? Yeah, why not? Oh, that's sad. Which one does oh, what? Oh, no way. Oh, no, shut up. You know the mid-late right. in yeah. uh, S Club, you know? Uh, Paul's looking for romance. Yeah. All of those things. They die in ways that Shit. reference what they do in that bit of the song. Like a Final Destination yeah, vibe. Yeah, so wait. Isn't one of them out there on the floor? Uh, Tina's getting down on the floor oh, whilst yeah. Hannah's screaming out that's for more. Yeah. Rachel's doing a thing. No, I want to see Bradley... Si- oh, I've got it, I've got it. I didn't need to Google. I want to see Bradley sing. I want to see Rachel do her thing. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Joe, she got the flow. Paul's looking for romance. Right. How does someone die from the flow? So Joe, she's got the flow. How she's has she died? Drowns. Drowns. <laughs> I want to see Bradley sing. She's on the Rumba Rapids at Thought Park. The one that's going to be really hard is how do, how do we kill Rachel by making her do her thing? What's her thing? Uh, hmm, what is her thing? Maybe she's murdered by her LAX... Yeah, another mm. another Rachel Stevens reference. That is a banger, that song, by the way. Yeah? Absolutely. Top ten pop song of the last 100 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But not longer than that. No, no, no. No, there are a lot of good nine. pop songs. There are a lot of good pop songs. It's nine. Mm, it's your nine. It, it, <laughs> it's are, they your in, are they in ascending order? <laughs> because in which case, I can get behind that. <laughs> it's the second greatest pop <laughs> song yeah. of the 20th century. 21st? Last 100 years, mate. So both. Paul gets killed on a date because he's looking for a romance. Yep. Uh, Tina's getting down on the floor. Murder on the dance floor. Sophie Ellis does it. <laughs> so many. Sophie Ellis Bexter kills them all. <laughs> That's the twist. What are other songs? Uh, Sophie Ellis Bexter. How does it feel? I don't remember. Why oh, does yeah, it yeah. Feel so good. She teams That's up Maloka, with. That's isn't it? She, uh, Groovejet. <sighs> Spiller. I don't know. I don't really understand who's involved in that song. <laughs> like, is Groovejet Spil- and Spiller, are they the same people? I don't know. Is he spilling the jet of Groove? doesn't make any sense to me but either way there were three geniuses involved in the making of that song <laughs> why does it feel so good I think that you know recently we did the now 3624 yeah. or whatever it was I think uh, if this ain't love why does it feel so good was probably on my first now CD yeah and that's why it's the only CD you've ever bought yeah you thought I've completed music absolutely there's so much variety this is clearly when you first listened to it did you think why does it feel so good have you found out yet no but I'll keep searching. Um, Should right. we move on, please? Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Thank you, <laughs> Sam. I've got one here for you. Mm-hmm. A quiet place on the western front. Right, the western front. All quiet on the western front. Yeah. A quiet place on the western front. What happens in all quiet on the western front? Oh, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's very quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's all about the sadness of war. So the Germans have developed a monster that seeks out soldiers. Sound. sound based on sound. In the... In the trenches. First on the Western World War. Front. Yeah, big time. I mean, it sounds like they've got it made, really. Yeah, so we need to develop silent soldiers. That's and that's how the commandos are born. That's difficult it's a true story, as well, because the trenches, it's, it's sludgy kind of sounds. Yeah, you're going to be squelching. Trudging. So that's mm. when they, they tied tennis rackets to their feet. Oh, great. Yeah, that's when that was first invented. There are a lot of tennis rackets in the trenches because what actually people don't know is you know they stopped on Christmas Day to play football. Yeah. On Boxing Day, big tennis tournament. Really big tennis tournament. (laughs) 
actually that never gets reported yeah they actually, between, did, they actually had like a mini olympic yeah between christmas and the new year they did a different sport every day yeah it was great yeah. the lawn bowls was a fucking nightmare though yeah yeah you get no friction on that mud <laughs> you couldn't get anywhere what would be the best sport to play in the war tiddlywinks depends what you're talking about you any good at tiddlywinks mm, no but i always it's always my go-to sport whenever someone when, suggests what, when sport. someone suggests you play sport yeah is that you used to work at school John, you should do some exercise. Maybe take up a sport. All right. <laughs> I went to a weird Christian summer camp once and, and won a Tiddlywinks tournament. Really? Let's not unpick that. Tiddlywinks sounds like a really cute way to tell someone to go to sleep. <laughs> Tiddlywinks. Yeah. Oh, it does. And they shut the door and turn the light off. Tiddlywinks, mum. Tiddlywinks. to you too. <laughs> You're 25. <laughs> you don't live here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Beep! That's them hanging the phone up. I got it. They have to call just get to say tiddlywinks. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know where we can go with that war and monsters and stuff. I'm not vibing with that. It's a bit too downbeat. Okay, well, uh, Dave Hart, a Scottish bloke named Dave, who's really keen on freedom and blue face paint. Right. Okay. Nice. I, I was thinking maybe it was like Braveheart's little sidekick that no one ever found out about. Dave Hart. He's called Dave Hart. Yeah, and he did loads of great stuff. <laughs> But you don't really hear about him because of... Is it Robert the Bruce? Because of Grave. Is it Robert the Bruce? Because of Grave? Braveheart. Graveheart. Graveheart. Hello. God. Zombie flick. We're much better at this than the listeners. Um, Scottish zombie flick. Yeah. Yeah. Graveheart. Okay. Here Great. we go. They're invading... Now we're cooking on gas. They're invading... An, an undead army are invading England. I don't know if you've ever been... Have you ever been in the Scottish city sort of past sort of 1am? It feels no. a lot like what I'm imagining Graveheart to be. I have been to Edinburgh many times, but never past midnight. You seen it's like, um, yeah, you've been to Edinburgh in August many times, so you've never yeah, really seen yeah, a Scottish yeah. person, have you? It's like um, Gremlins. <laughs> oh, no, that's sad. Don't take, don't stay out past midnight. I have been in Edinburgh at a different time of the year. Actually, thank you very much. July the thirty first. <laughs> Day early. September the first. A zombie army is. I feel like we are. There's some sort of Scottish fantasy kind of vibe we're going on because last week we had the dragon military tattoo yeah so that's the second week I swear a while back you did some weird Hadrian's War one a while back I feel like we're really uh, please don't expect me to remember that no I, I can't believe I can't believe I found that nugget I in think my brain I think it was Adrian's War and uh, yeah a guy called Adrian yeah Adrian Brody <laughs> built a wall <laughs> the, the thing is I'm surprised we managed to reference last week that's that's pretty good going for us that's amazing I've, I've always prou- prided us, prided us, pri- prided. I've prided us on it as well. I'm always prided. Oh, and I used to the English language. <laughs> They've been very delirious the episodes recently because of the heat. Yeah. What about this one from Mike? The sixth day, a futuristic look at how Arnold Schwarzenegger spends his Saturday brackets his sixth day of the week, if you will. Nothing exciting happens. Most likely a documentary. Arnie will surely spend Saturdays in the gym. Surely he's pumping iron all day Saturday. I know I am. <laughs> You go to the same... Is it Gold's Gym? That's the one that's like the iconic kind of LA. Yeah, that's the one I go to. <laughs> you fly uh, out. I go to the one on the beach as well. You know the gym on the beach in LA? I spend a lot of my time there. <clears throat> I do a lot of working out there. I'm impressing people. Yeah. Um, there's a gym in the town I'm from Yeah. called Beefs. That sounds like a parody of a, what you'd call a gym, doesn't it? <laughs> Beefs. Beefs. And, and? Uh, Russell Crowe and Hugh Jackman have worked out there. So regularly, why do you so Australians stop, laugh, stop laughing at beefs? Yeah, so they've worked out there. I'll tell you why. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> the Chatham Dockyard, yeah, is used a lot for filming, right? So they film the new Sherlock Holmes movies there. Oh, okay. They filmed a Kanye West video there. Which one? 
uh, all day? Kind of been all day because all day was that the one at the Brits. Sorry, mate. Yeah, where do you think the Brits are? <laughs> In an old timey dockyard. No, it was around that time. <laughs> okay, fine. And uh, Les Mis was filmed there. Okay. So they had to do some working out, but because it's Medway, there's not like fancy posh people gym. So I had to go to Beefs in Stroud. <laughs> so, imagine if you worked in Beefs, or you were just working out in Beefs, and literally two of the most famous people on the planet walked in. Oh, was it the same time? Oh, because it was during um, Les Mis, probably. Yeah. Uh, Are you right, mate? Why? I just talked about Les Mis being filmed there. Yeah. And that being the reason for Russell Crowe and Hugh Jackman being there. Uh, and you went, oh, it was, it was probably around the same sort of time. Should we give they them- didn't just pop by <laughs> a gym in Stroud for no reason. Should we give them a little behind the curtain about uh, today's recording? Yeah. About ten, about 20 minutes before I was supposed to be here, I messaged Joel, uh, check, like, because I, I genuinely had no idea that we were recording today. Mm. I, uh, which is odd, because I'm usually, you know, doing my vocal warm-ups hours in advance. Mm-hmm. But I, I looked, I started to leave the office that I work at, and I just got a notification on my phone saying, podcast recording this evening. And if I hadn't got that, you would have waited here all evening. Which... As a listener, you're probably surprised about, because you imagine there's probably hours of prep to this. Yeah. No, we don't just turn up and no. throw this together. Yeah, so... What anyway. does Arnold Schwarzenegger do on a Saturday? It's a lot oh, of protein. I'm more interested in gyms in the Medway area. And oh, I think right, tell me more, tell me more. Well. So what's, what I find fascinating about this, right, is there's not a decent <laughs> hotel, and there's not a decent anything. So these megastars come and film there, and they literally have to stay in, like, the Premier Inn. Premier Inn's lovely. Isn't it? It's not if you're Russell Crowe, is it? No. Uh, is it the Holiday Inn that's slightly higher quality? Oh, no. Holiday Inn free breakfast. Ah, uh, mm. I love a free breakfast. Breakfast included at the Holiday Inn. Always. So if you're travelling near motorways, factor that in. <laughs> factor that in. Because they will sting you for a breakfast at Travel Lodge and Premier Inn upwards of £10. Yeah. Free breakfast. Have you ever felt they like got £10 worth of breakfast there? Mm. And I'm pretty sure Holiday Inn have a pretty robust loyalty scheme as well. I don't do this... But my parents would uh, definitely make a ham sandwich whilst they're, they're breakfast. No, they don't. People. Yeah, they are. You think that? Put it in the Tupperware. You think I was born with a silver spoon in my? Well, I wasn't. I was born with a sandwich a made at breakfast. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's pretty great. Why do they have ham and cheese there anyway? It's breakfast. You know, they're just asking us to make lunch. Frankly, do they have ham? And- <laughs> no, they're not. Do they have <laughs> ham and cheese in Britain? I. Uh, and maybe no, I'm thinking of you're uh, thinking of on the continent. Hotel Ibis or Ibis as you Brits would call it but I'm French so is it Ibis? Uh, that's what I say because I'm French if you don't say hotel do you? <laughs> Ibis hotel yeah uh, no. did you like how I said hotel then? yeah it was fine it was pretty French yeah I don't think you get ham and cheese in the UK well, you do obviously get ham and cheese it's in abundance in the UK you can't move for ham and cheese we love it but <laughs> not at breakfast I don't think it happens at breakfast no uh, generally, if I went to a restaurant and they were like, mm, we've got ham and cheese, except when you chuck it in a croissant, suddenly it's okay. Oh, that's what the French again. <laughs> it's the French again. I think it's uh, more uh, Germanic to have ham and cheese at breakfast. Do you? Yeah. Well, get in touch. <laughs> Which country do you most affiliate with ham and cheese before midday? We'd but, love to know. Because I think the French is more about, you know, the pastries. What about the crop monsieur? That's not breakfast, that's lunch. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I've definitely had it for breakfast yeah, before. Yeah, well, perfect. And I was in France and I was slapped it out of my hand. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. They said it, they the shouted friend- it at me for a lot of other stuff that I did in France. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, what about this one from Allison? Once upon a time in West Philadelphia. Ah, uh, born and raised. Exactly. What's once upon a time in Philadelphia? Um, once upon a time in the west what's the movie that oh sorry once upon a time in the west it's a western isn't it yeah it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's got God. it in the name once upon a time in the west is a classic spaghetti western because it's a western film made in europe that's what the spaghetti westerns are for anyone who doesn't know that fact that everyone knows yeah that's good tweet me in if you didn't know that fact and when I get no tweets, I'll assume it's because everyone knows that fact and not because no one's listening. I thought the na- that it was the name of the leading actor in all of the films. Spaghetti Western. I thought that was his name. Starring Spaghetti, Spaghetti Western. Western. Wild West film. Star- oh, fuck Wild, Wild West. <laughs> yeah, mm. that, they've done that. Yeah. That literally is... And it was shit. Wild, Wild Wild West is literally that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like a... What's it called? Steam, steampunk Wild, Wild West, yeah. Western, wasn't it? Oh, well, well, why don't we do this one instead, then? Psychoco. <laughs> Emily, send that one in. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pixar, there's a message, right? Yeah. Embrace your feelings. Mm-hmm. People die. In Up, people die. Coco, yeah. cars can talk. <laughs> one, two, and three. <laughs> it's all about teaching thing, kids stuff they're going to need in their adult life. And it was amazing that the people at Pixar decided after two films they they didn't they thought kids still didn't really get the moral that is cast into. What's also really interesting is that they didn't feel they wanted to let kids know about planes being able to talk, but Disney did. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, now you're getting into weird studio stuff. Yeah, boring stuff. It's part of the Cars universe, but it's actually made by Disney as opposed to Disney Pixar. Mm. What about boats? Anyway. What about segways? Psychoco. Yeah. It's teaching kids about killers and serial killers and the threat that is around every street corner. Yeah, because actually Disney films and Disney Pixar films, they like to, you know, mess children up by teaching them real hard truths about Mm -hmm. life and death and love. And murderers, finally. They've finally... They're out there, mate. And I'm worried that kids are growing up not thinking about murderers enough. And that bathroom scene done in beautiful Pixar CGI. That would be great, wouldn't it? It would look great. Yeah. And then she dies. Hello, here we go. 
it's told from the perspective of the main character who in the film dies about 40 minutes in and then we change perspectives however in this one we stay in her perspective as she goes to the land of well, the dead in coco in coco and she has to she solves the crime of who killed her rather than someone else mm-hmm. by somehow it's the day of the dead she gets back onto earth she tells some people it's mr bates it's master bates he did it he did it yeah great ah oh, we're so good at making That's films brilliant. that is great fun um shall we pitch our own film yes. idea? yes cool do you want me to go first no i'm gonna go first okay right this one this is this, this is a real doozy job i'm excited so aliens land on our planet oh no not the good kinds oh bad bad ones scary ones military ones military Evil aliens ones. yeah yeah military aliens right and they're kind of like gladiatorial oh, in their nature oh so they should be easy to kill why oh no 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 in their nature not in their equipment oh damn i thought <laughs> you've messed this one right no, up, no, no. You've got, we've got guns and stuff they now. got shit they've got shit hot equipment right oh no so they what, and what are they what are they trying to do they want to prove that they are stronger than oh, the whole of earth all so of who, our arms who are we going to send so we don't send anyone because we're scared they no. scope out right mm-hmm. they start at the top Where's the that? u.s military mm-hmm and they move down to the next level of military. Before you know it, they've wiped out most of the world's military. Yeah, but you've got something up your sleeve here, mate. Then they head off to all of the air forces, RAF, Trump's new space force. <laughs> <he's established. laughs> they killed. Well, they surely they killed space force on the but way. On the way in, yeah. <laughs> that was a merely that was an hors d'oeuvre for the violence <laughs> that was coming ahead. Uh, they take down the navy. They move on to the territorial army, the reserves. And this when they come unstuck. This is wait for it, <laughs> and then due to an admin I, I, error, can I tell you? Do I know? Can I guess the name of this film? What is it? Extraterritorial Army? No, oh. <laughs> that's good though. <laughs> uh, and then, unfortunately, due to an admin error, they don't understand that the Salvation Army are not a military oh, army. So they kill the Salvation <laughs> Army? No. But, oh, what? Guess guess what? These aliens' only weaknesses: trombones and stuff, <laughs> brass bands playing <laughs> Christmas songs. <laughs> what do you think? What's really interesting is that the Salvation Army are called up to kill these aliens and they think, well, there's only one thing we know how to do. They're not even going to try and attack them. They're just going to play Silent Night straight away. (laughs) Imagine that coming over the hill. It's called Salvation, by the way. That's good. It's very good. Thank you. So they've worked their way through every army on Earth. Yeah. And then what are they looking at? The army directory? Or they're just Googling army? <laughs> yeah, they just Googled they, army. They find, and obviously because they've wiped them out, the Google searches are being removed. Yeah. So it's just whatever's top next time. They Google army again and they get the Salvation Army. Yeah. They think, right, you bastards, we're coming for you. <laughs> so they, they arrange a meet-up? Yeah, uh, no, they go straight to the Salvation Army. And luckily they've got their instruments <laughs> and they're ready to play them en masse. Yeah, and it's a Christmas film. Of course, yeah, I noticed that earlier on <laughs> with some of the references to trees. So they go to like a rehearsal and that's it. They just turn around, point the trumpet at them, game over. This has all been foreshadowed actually a bit as well because the aliens, as they're travelling to each thing, mm-hmm. uh, um, and you think it's just foreshadowing the fact that it's a Christmas film, but the aliens don't like anything Christmassy. Oh, yeah. They seem to be like like grimacing and kind of mm-hmm. like staying away from Mariah Because they're worried about Carey. specifically hearing a brass band Christmas song. Well, they don't... No, but the aliens don't realise that it's going to kill them, but they just, like, you know, oh, they, they start... Like they're being funny about it. But And they've also... How do they know what Christmas is? Um... <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. They don't know what Christmas is. Oh, they just... They've just anything happened to arrive. Christmas, they makes them feel sick. Yeah. They see a ball. They don't understand they get scared. it. They don't understand it, right? 
and and maybe what happens is one of the armies uh, a single you know trumpeteer is there right and one of, and he takes down one of the aliens with his trumpet does he yeah yeah <laughs> and so and so that that should plant the seed in your heads in your minds to think oh and they go they go past like a scar concert and that takes out a few of their because oh, they're doing christmas covers <laughs> no just the sheer power of the trumpet christmas. alone is gonna it's gonna just Wouldn't, take down a couple yeah but great excuse for some scar christmas tracks Okay, soundtrack. Yeah, I can yeah. go for that. Yeah, and and the moral of the story is the power of Christmas and trumpets. <laughs> Good and charity and charity and toast for drunk people. I think that's the best film we've ever come up with in this podcast. That's your idea. Oh yeah, I shouldn't say that. No, I think it's all right. It is a great idea. Thank you. It's a really good idea. No country for cold men. Finally, Britain is in its fifth consecutive year of heatwave. Yeah, imagine a world without. It getting cold anymore you don't have to imagine it john it's already here this heat wave continues for the next five years and we're all wiped out you and i are still in this essentially sauna of a room recording mm. the podcast and everyone's like everyone's got a great tan but food supplies are running low yeah so it's, i mean it's a real swings and roundabout situation until what's his name the lead man in no country for old men wait the the baddie anton sugar who else is in that film um isn't josh brolin in it is he yeah and then that guy with the like the super grumpy face whose name i cannot think of for the life of me right now who's tommy lee jones oh yeah yeah so tommy lee jones is in this good and he's got the secret to is this, ah! one of the, is this a sequel to one of those furniture films that it, muscle yeah, Tom's is, yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. there's um i was hoping that would just become evident as i, as I described <laughs> the film there is so there's actually someone behind these heat waves oh trying to wipe out the weak among us right so it's like darwin yeah he's trying to evolve us to survive in this heat because that's the way global warming is going cool like an evil despotic leader great is engineering a heat wave and engineering global warming so that weak weaklings die off but Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones has got a secret to keep us cool but he's been exiled because there is no country for a for cold men <laughs> and he's in a research lab in the Antarctic in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt Wait, what? Because that's how hot it is. That's how warm it is, mate. Fuck, you know. The opener, it says, the Antarctic, 2018. And you're like, no, that looks like the Sahara. See, that's the message, mate. Clever. If the country was dipped into a state of emergency due to sheer temperature, Mm -hmm. would you... Call Sean Paul? Would you you turn to me and think, what can we do to help? Yeah. Entertain upwards of 12 people with movie puns? Yeah, that would keep them cool. Because we're pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I like your movie idea. It's no salvation. It's not as good as yours, mate. But my brain hasn't worked for about a month now, so... Yeah. Just be thankful I'm able to put sort of words into things that sound a bit like sentences. I'm over this weather. I, I know you said a while back, you know, but I'm over it. And there was a weird thing, right, listener, where between the last episode and this one, there was a weekend where it was nice. It was cold. Yeah, it was great. And then, I got so much done. I did a lot of thinking. And I then, wore trousers, John. I wore some trousers. I always wear trousers, but that's different. Yeah. Uh, someone it's at work you've got horrible knees. Someone at work the other day said that um, when I told them I don't wear shorts, mm. he was like, "That sounds like an introduction Joel would give you." Ah, <laughs> uh, really? And joining me is a man who has never worn shorts, John Harris. It just feels too obvious. You think? Yeah. yeah. But it's true. I feel like people. You never owned a pair of shorts. No, I don't. What do you swim in? <laughs> wet trousers. Suit. Wet suit. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, like those old-fashioned uh, Victorian wetsuits. No. Uh, They're just Google suits, it. aren't they? You ever been swimming? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of 
course I've been swimming. I'm actually... Have you ever worn a Speedo? It's probably the physical activity I'm vaguely proficient at. Have you ever worn a Speedo? No. Never worn a Speedo? No, it's all shorts, mate. I went to a school where you had to wear Speedos. Oh. In maths. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's about time someone fucking entered the studio. Hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. What's the winner this week? It's Salvation Um, Army, isn't it? Psychoco. And we know it's the end of the show because there's a knock, knock, knock on the studio door and making their way into the studio. It is... It's snowing. (laughs) It's a Christmas miracle. I thought I was rubbish in that whole episode until I made that speedo joke. (laughs) But that's worth it. (laughs) Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener